This is Pastor Sean and Crystal Crosby, and you're listening to the EFA Church Podcast. Podcast, and we're so glad to have you today, uh, along with Pastor Crystal, as always. Go Welcome ahead and back. introduce yourself. Good back. to have you with us today. We pray that you're encouraged today. Um, we want to take just a few minutes of your time and share some life-changing hope through God's Word. Last week in Acts 3 Moments, we talked just a little bit about how we get in ruts in our life, and spiritually and physically, we all go through the mundane routine, and that routine often mm-hmm. leads to ruts, and we need something in our life to shock us out of that rut and get back into the path that God has ordained for our life. Right. There's always a, a, a footstep, an order that God has placed over us. He has ordained our footsteps, and we said last week that God has ordained our footsteps, but we're the ones that's got to get those feet moving. So we did pray today that as we're sharing with you, the path, the process, and the promise that you grab hold of this and that you have your Acts 3 get up and go moment. Wow. And so, you know, um, as we were talking about this, what we wanted to share with you today, let's talk about the path first, because if our path isn't headed in the right direction, the right direction of, of victory and the right direction of promise then, then we need to check our location. We need to check our direction. It was about, I don't know, three months ago when uh, I got a call or a text early on that uh, Justin would be in the woods and, and he was hunting and he was watching football and he told me, he said, hey, the battery on the phone's going to die. And, and uh, he said, I'll call you when I get back to the truck. Well, it got later and later and dark and I didn't hear back from him and I got a little worried and <laughs> and uh Sister Crystal I told her I said, uh Pastor Crystal, I said, We're going uh to ride to the woods where I know his location is and uh we're gonna check it out. Long story short, uh I called nine one one. Um we had emergency on the way and uh and what had happened is he uh just got turned around and had to hike out about six miles uh up to a certain station. Um, the check station at the game warden's office. Well, it wasn't right after that that uh, me and him use a certain app now, and so we share locations to the uh, T with each other where we know where we're at. And I said all that to say this. It's easy to get off the wrong path. It is real easy. We can get on the right path on Sunday and by Tuesday be off of the uh, right path. Very easily to get off path. Um, you know, Jesus has promised us to walk in victory, to walk in peace, to walk in joy, to walk in all of these things, all of these promises in the Word of God. He's given us the path that we should walk every day of our life. And it's so easy to get off that path. Have you ever been driving down the road, maybe you and a a friend or you and your husband and wife, whatever, and you start talking and you get just 
your mind on other things or maybe you're just driving by yourself worshiping and listening to music or whatever and you miss your turn you miss the path that you should have taken many times in our lives I believe that we miss the path just because we're distracted by things in our life or not paying attention to our spiritual lives and not giving it the detail and the attention that it needs every day and it's so easy to get detoured from the path that God has for us and it could be a path of freedom um, it could be the, the path of victory, and on and on. So we need to know, know and to learn how to stay on the right path. Yeah, discover what path you are traveling today, and perhaps you don't like the path that you're on. Well, it's time to change path. It's time right. to, to check your journey, to check your location, to check your direction, and be sure that you are on the path that God has designed for you and planned for you. In Psalms 119, 105, the Word of God says that thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We're going to talk just a few minutes about what are you filling your path with? Are you filling your path with words of, of encouragement or words of hope? Are you are you meditating on the word of God? Are you filling your mind with, with good things? Are you setting your mind on the things of Christ? That is what is going to determine the light that is lighting your path. You know, if you're going through dark days today, then you may need to turn the light of his word on, on that journey, on that path. And don't let the batteries go dead. One thing I remember about that night that Pastor Sean is talking about is that Justin's phone had went dead and he was worried about his light going out, his his flashlight going out. Because if he lost that light, then he's totally depending on the moon or the stars. And, you know, it can get really dark in the woods and it can get really dark in this world. So we have to be careful that we're keeping the light of God's word shining brightly in our life. And I know how hard that is. It's it's a very difficult thing to do, to meditate on God's words when all the enemy's voices is is really loud. That's right. And it wasn't a, a, probably we had been married around a year and I don't know if it was our first vacation together as, as, as a married couple, but it wasn't shortly. And uh, we drove to Atlanta. Now, we drove to Atlanta as, as young kids without these phones. There was no such thing there as the was, phone. <laughs> there was no app to tell you, Apple Maps or whatever, to tell you. So we have the old paper maps. And so I'm driving in Atlanta. Um, I don't know about you guys, but if you've been married that long that you used a paper map, that was your biggest challenge in life. It wasn't It wasn't uh, the, the problems that people face today. It was, you're not reading the map yeah, right. You were my map. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't like reading maps. And uh, so we, we made it to Atlanta. I think we were going to do like a Braves game. But at the time, I believe we was trying to find our hotel. Well, you know, following road signs, along with the traffic, um, anyway, we uh, – I turn off to the right and then took another right, and I'm wondering, and I'm thinking, what's all these people coming the wrong direction? Mm. They're coming at me, and it, it clicked real quick, <laughs> like, whoa, wait a minute, buddy. You took the wrong path, and uh, I was I was getting some uh, some some uh, fingered comments not, not toward so nice me. People. So, yeah, not so nice people. I figured it out real quick. The problem was me. Because he had taken the wrong path. And a lot of a lot of Christians are colliding with things in their life simply because they have taken the path of self. And I say that to say this, God's word, if we surrender to God's word and the hopes and the plans that he has for us, 
we deny ourselves and follow Jesus. Amen. We follow hard after him. And if we are doing that, then he's not going to lead us into those places where sudden destruction is coming. There's a word, the, the word of God says that there's a way that seems right unto man, but the end of it is destruction. That day, that road seemed right to Pastor Sean, but we quickly, quickly discovered that was not the right path for us that day. So we have to be careful. The word of God says that he will show us the path of life. Amen. He will show us the path of life and in his presence is fullness of joy. So I want to challenge you today that if the path that you're on, you don't see these words exemplified in your life. If you Mm -hmm. don't see joy, victory, freedom, if you're not experiencing these things in this path, in this journey, then you need to check your location. Now, I'm not saying that the the path home doesn't get slippery, rocky, bumpy. I mean, (laughs) we're going to all experience those kinds of things in our life, but it's always going to have purpose. Mm -hmm. No matter what the road looks like, it's going to have purpose. And everything that we deal with you about and deal with life about is spiritual. And, and so we want to we want to mention sort of a, a path here. It, it, most of you will remember the life of Saul. Saul had a path change in his life. Explain that to us. Saul was on the road to to Damascus, and he was going to persecute Christians. And a sudden light from heaven came down and blinded him. And while he was there, he got a life-changing experience. He got a path change. And as soon as he was blinded, he could see clearly. And maybe today that you are seeing things from a a humanistic point of view. But when you get into the Word of God, He's going to light your path, Mm -hmm. and you're going to see through faith and just not how you feel. And, And we could even say the path is always, when we speak spiritually, the path is always, when, when you let the Lord lead, the path's always going to lead to the promise. And, and the promise is going to be filled with the Word of God. It's filled with, with His Word. It don't matter if you're in a dark place. Maybe today some of you are going to listen to this and you're in a dark place in your life. Let me tell you, let God direct your path. The footsteps of a good man. Are ordered of the They're Lord. They're ordered of the Lord. And so today... We want to make sure that you're on the, the right path. You're not going the wrong direction. As Pastor Crystal said a minute ago, the path may be dark. It may be gloomy, um, but we know the Lord is going to light your way. The Word of God says, in all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. That's right. So in every day, and that word acknowledge means something to me, like when somebody walks into a room. If you're ignoring them, if you're not giving them any attention, that's noticeable. And the Lord knows if you are acknowledging him every day when you wake up, welcome him into your heart, into your home, into your business that day so that you are acknowledging him so that he can direct your path. I have so many people that say, well, I'm just overwhelmed. I've got too much. I get that. I understand that. I'm with you, girl. But listen, if you will acknowledge God and just stop what you're doing and say, God, I acknowledge you and I I need your help. He will direct your path, and he will make your way straight. Amen. So the path. Then after the path, there's a process. Um, I, I, I won't mention anything about the process <laughs> as a certain fan I am, but there's always a process. Um, how many of you could say, I really enjoy a home-cooked meal? Everybody enjoys that. Um that kind it takes the process. Explain explain that to us. Processing the meal. All uh, anybody that 
cooks a meal or has been a homemaker or whatever, you understand that that meal don't just throw itself on the table. I host a lot of family events and things at my house, and I've always cooked a lot of food for our family, but that doesn't just happen. If you're going to make a home meal, you have to go buy the stuff, you have to prepare the stuff, you have to cook the stuff, and it's a long process. (laughs) And while the whole family gets to enjoy the production, they get to enjoy the results. Not everybody enjoys the process that it took to get that. I I, I like to think of it this way. Many of us have what I call brown bag syndrome. It's where you had rather just go through a drive-thru, have it thrown into a brown bag, and it's easy. Mm -hmm. But just because it's easy doesn't make it best. Amen? Just because it's easy doesn't make it best, and and the process is important. And I like that because even, even though, you know, we come to church, and, and and we we enjoy a worship service, right? And, and sometimes, wow, that that you know, man, that was so easy. And, and but by the time you reach the the vehicle, um, it, it it becomes something to you that was a a brown bag. All the ingredients have been poured in. The prayer's been poured into it. The worship, the the music, all that has been poured into it, and it was easy while we were here. But, but you didn't cook up the ingredients, and maybe it just become fast food to you, and that's where a lot of people are when it comes to Christianity. They, 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 they brown bagging. Right. It is so important that you don't just live on the quick meals, but you've got to get into the Word yourself. And that right. process, not only are we talking about the process along the path and the journey, but the process of God sanctifying you. Come on, somebody. That's not preached anymore, and that's not popular, but sanctification is of God's word. The word of God has been burning in me a whole lot lately. And I've been sharing it with, with student ministry is that holiness is a word that is not preached, but is needed. Mm -hmm. And the only way that we're going to see the, 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 the fruit in our life is to live like God wants us to live, to go through that process of, of him cutting things out of our life that need to be cut out of our life. And so that things can be birthed in us that need to be birthed, but that doesn't happen without a process. Right. And 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 what we want to see you do is not 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 come into a church service or not not listen um, to a word and and I want some joy so that I want the number one I, right. I want some jo- well did did you get in your word to get the joy right did did you ride down and did, when it was hard to worship did you worship harder I, I want some peace that's I'll, I'll add that to it and and everything becomes just a just your own order mm-hmm. uh, of what you want but you've done nothing to get it there you didn't want to go through the process and, and so that's what we want to help you absolutely with today. you know everybody likes a big bowl of mashed potatoes but you got to get in there and peel those potatoes mm-hmm. you got to cut those potatoes up you got to boil them going through that process to make that meal what it needs to be if you're wanting the good stuff in your life then you need to you need to allow yourself to be put back on the potter's wheel again yes. so that he can process you and make you into what you need to be along this path along this journey the process is reality you know joseph he was his his life was wonderful he was born he was daddy's baby boy he was the one born in old age and he was he was loved by his his father and his his life was so full and wonderful and given a code of many colors just happy go lucky and then he was given a dream there was a dream a promise a seed planted in his heart 
And there's something in every one of us that has been placed there by God. If you are walking in him, if you're on the path that he set before you, there is a desire in you. There is a promise in you. There is some kind of seed that's been planted in each of us. I often say this to to people I speak with or counsel with, that desires are not just desires. Mm -hmm. They're direction given by God. If you're walking in God and you feel a strong desire there, that desire is not just there to be there. It's direction. It's where you're supposed to be headed. It's it's the path that God has for you. And Joseph had this path set before him. He he had this promise placed inside of his heart, but he wasn't sure about the process. He was going to have to endure a process. And you could tell us a little bit about that process, Pastor. Well, the process, you know, he he ended up being sold into slavery, and and from slavery uh, to Potiphar's house, from Potiphar's house to the prison twice. And so the process was not easy, but God had given him a promise, and thank God for that. The process was hard. The process was long. The process was enduring. The the process um, at this point would have took um, probably many people out. Yeah. But, but he but he knew what God had said. Yeah. He knew the promise. He knew the path, uh, and didn't understand the path. And I love the story of Joseph because even in the the situation of prison or Potiphar's house, he was still found glorifying God. Right. He was still found meditating on God's yes. word. He was still found worshiping no matter how hot the process mm-hmm. got. But that's where we want to lay down and die is when we're going through the process. Right. Because, Lord, it's taken us too long. This process, I mean, Lord, I've been praying for this for 10 days. Can't you move already? Come on, somebody. Mm-hmm. We don't serve a microwave, instant potato kind of God his ways are higher than our ways there have been things that I've been walking through in my life for 15 years and it's not necessarily turned out the way that I thought it would but I got to keep on going I got to keep on serving it's the process it's the process but it always produces a platform to display God's glory and that is powerful so you know if if you want to platform you want to talk about Jesus to people understand this you're going to have to go through some things in life I I read it this morning in one of my devotions about having to endure things and having trials in your life either either you're getting ready to go into a trial or in you're in a trial or you're coming coming out out of a trial Mm -hmm. yeah and that's the way life is that is life it's just the cycle of life it's the path right but the path is always filled with life and hope yes if it's filled with God's word amen in the middle of the path, in the middle of the, the process, you keep the Word of God alive inside of you. Mm-hmm. And you don't wait on the pastor to preach it to you. You don't wait on an Acts 3 moment. You get in that Word That's yourself exactly and right. let it come to life in your heart. Start claiming His promises. Amen. And we want to talk to you last but not least about the promise. The Bible said that the promise of God, they're yes and they're amen. Amen, so be it, Lord. And, and that's what we want to end with this about the promise. We know that the ultimate promise is eternal life. But the Word of God is filled with amazing promises. And I love the promises of God. I love preaching about the, the promises of God. And we need to start knowing the promises of God so we can declare them over our lives Absolutely. every day. I, I tell everybody a lot that um, if you are praying for a promise to be fulfilled in your life, know what scripture you're standing on. Right. Know what word links to that promise. Because if it's his word, then it's settled in heaven. Then it's so. It's just the timing of God to watch it 
unfold, to watch it come to fruition, to watch it unveiled in your life. But until then, you don't get discouraged because it hasn't happened yet. Because just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it's not going to happen. So if it's God's word, if it's his promise, he is a God that cannot lie. Mm, So you stand on that word of God and you watch his promise come to life inside of you. His amazing promises, Pastor, are for us every day. It's not just the 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 grand day in the sky that we're waiting on. We know right. that that's our future, blessed hope. Right. But what's what's hope that you can't live in it today? That's exactly. So right. I'm and thankful for that. I love the that. promises of God. You know, when we talk about His promises, there's promises all throughout the Scripture. Absolutely, I'll be with you always. Mm-hmm. And and people need to hear that the promise of God that He will keep us and that He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Those are promises and we could stand on those promises. So, so we have a path. Uh, we're, we're going down a path and God's leading us and we're allowing him. Then we have a, uh, the process process. and, and we don't like the process most of the time, but let me tell you about the process. Once we figure out the process, once we learn that, okay, God's going to shake some things in my life and Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this the right way, or he's going to direct me. He's going to get me. And once I get used to the process, then things get easier. I want to say right there about not liking the process. Of course, there's going to be things that we don't like in the middle of this process, but I feel like it's so important that you don't look so forward to getting out of the process exactly. that you don't miss what you're supposed Amen. to get in that's, the middle of that process. Um, because so many times we're like, I can't wait for this season to be over. I'll be so glad when uh-huh. this is over. You're not going anywhere. Until you learn what God has you to learn in that process, you're going to be right there. Yes, Ask the children right. of Israel. We can learn all about that from those scriptures. The process is important, and it's there for a purpose. Amen. It's there to get things inside of us and outside of us that need to happen in our lives. So don't stop dreading the process, but find joy in the journey. Right. There are things I remember very clearly one day um, we were – at a church and we had some issues we had some problems and I had messaged one of our district officers and I was like you got to pray for us we're going through all this trouble and we've got all these things going on and she messaged me back yeah but this journey's just so sweet and I'm like no it's not sweet but now looking back knowing what I have learned and knowing how God slayed giants in our lives and knowing how God was fighting for us you may not see it in the middle of the battle but the victory has already been won so stop dreading the process and just rejoice your way praise your way through that process and you will come out with victory claiming and holding the promises of God we've had the wonderful opportunity to pastor some wonderful churches throughout the years been here at EFA for seven years and 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 when I first come here we you know we, we've told our church this we didn't like the process uh, we come from a, a great church and the Lord called us here and some of the things we, that we the Lord had us go through we didn't like it but we've grown by that it was a process and all we knew to do was just hold on to the promises of God and that's what we're in in here what desires is God planning in you and what promise can you find in his word that you can stand on and you can declare? So that's sort of our challenge to you Absolutely. today. I want to ask you today in your prayer time, or maybe you're listening to this in, in a nighttime hour in your life, maybe you should just ask God, God, where are you leading me? There's this old song that says, where he leads me, I will follow. Mm-hmm. It's time that we go where he's leading and stop trying to lead our own self. 
It's when we are self-sufficient is when we get off the path and we get lost in the process and we don't see the promise. Mm. But when we get out of self and get in God, then I can promise you the path does get sweeter and sweeter. The process does come with promise and it won't be long. You'll see the things of God in your life unfolding and just like Saul instead of being blinded to spiritual things you'll see clearly that's right and that's what these acts three moments are about to to guide you to lift you up and encourage you and we hope that uh, even today has been a blessing to you in your life we love you we appreciate you so much God bless you sister Kristen you want to say hope you have a wonderful day in Jesus thank you for joining us we'll see you again next time God bless you.